everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Not Quite Cinema. We have probably our most jam action packed episode to date with so many things that are on agenda. Uh, Jeremy, can you hit us with the agenda that we have so far to talk the movies and shows that grab our eyes, turn for rain, to make a few folks out there say that's not quite cinema? Summer. Summer. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So first, we, we should mention, uh, we skipped last week. Ben and I went to Disney. Had a great, grand, grand old, time. old time. Really fun. Wow. Uh, but yeah, we got a bunch of stuff to get into this week. We rewatched the first Jurassic World, the second Jurassic World in prep for Dominion, and then we watched it. Uh, this week on Wednesday, mm. Wednesday midnight. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> preview on that. <laughs> um, but uh, Black Adam, we got a trailer. Looks really good. I'm excited. We'll talk reactions. Uh, we have Obi Wan episode three and four. We have a little trivia game for you, Ben. Um, uh, Miss Marvel episode one came out, and we're gonna talk Stranger Things volume one of season four. So if you want, go ahead and hit us off with the first Jurassic World. So. Jurassic World, the first one, felt like a uh, little spoiler. Um, it felt like what Jurassic World Dominion was trying to be in terms of callbacks and nostalgia because mm-hmm. the whole movie is based around, oh, the mo- the park succeeded. You remember the park from the first movie, guys? Well, this is what it looks like when yeah. it didn't like have all of the bad stuff. Happening, <laughs> yeah. right? This is what a successful Jurassic Park looks like. Yeah. So the first one was obviously the strongest one of the bunch. And uh, Honestly, I, completely, I completely agree with uh, the fact that the Jurassic World trilogy followed what the Star Wars trilogy seemed to have garnered in terms of cr- critiques and fans. Like the sequels, yeah, you mean? Yeah, the oh. sequels, yeah. Yeah, I didn't draw that parallel. That's, it's like that's the first true. one is like that nostalgia-driven trip where you're like, this is kind of good. I remember this, yeah. Force Awakens. Second one tr- takes it in a completely different direction. And <laughs> yeah. for some reason... <laughs> There's a clone involved, a clone lady <laughs> is involved, and a bunch of stuff just like kind of doesn't make sense. Damn. But you're still like, okay, it's a new direction. And the third one just completely goes back on everything. Yeah. And reverts to the original director of the first one. And you're just like, oh, man, they just didn't know what they were doing. Wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. All right, what do yeah. you think? Um, I got to be honest. This might be my second favorite Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park movie. I mean, it's not hard. You have like two I, good films out of like the six that they made. I think that's fair. Yeah, no, I, I like it a lot. I think it did a great blend of like new technology and explaining, like you said, like, oh man, now the park's successful. We have the tech to keep the dinosaurs contained. But then we're like, oh wait, we still can't contain the dinosaurs. What a big surprise. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it. I think it introduces some great new characters. I think it has pretty good performances. I liked it a lot. Like, honestly, it's just an enjoyable movie and I have such a soft spot in my heart for this franchise. So, I mean, it. I'm so I, sorry. I like it. I'm I so like sorry it. how they're doing you. No, I know. It, it's it's tough to to watch, you know, a vast majority of yes. the franchise be bad. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, I still like it a lot. Like I this first one, I don't wholly buy into this like training the raptors from birth necessarily, but mm-hmm. once I buy into it, I'm just like, all right. Yeah. It, it works great. It. I like it. It's really the it, like character driven is a good way to enjoy this movie, mm-hmm. like watching the characters and seeing them go through the go through what they go through, their growth and how interesting they are, and obviously a, a cool storyline of you know a T Rex plus Raptor hybrid mm-hmm. like that kind of sets the tone for the franchise that or not the franchise but this trilogy that they kind of just drop on the floor um, pretty hard in the next two movies. But uh, anyway, I'm like that's pretty much all I have to say about Jurassic World. I, I like this movie a I lot. I mean, the first honestly. two are very cohesive. Yeah, I'll give them that. They have a story that proceeds in a way that you're able to follow. Yeah. And like the bare minimum for a movie these days. And I, then the third one, Jurassic World Dominion, uh, it threw in the first about 30 to 45 minutes of this film, it felt like every five minutes it was hitting, it was just slamming on the brakes, putting it in reverse, and then going backwards in terms of. It's just like, okay, they're doing this, they're doing this, they're going after the Raptors, they're going after to, to save the clone person, right? Yeah, yeah. But we have about 19 characters to introduce, <laughs> right? And a few of those may be dinosaurs, or a few of them may be different storylines, and we also have to bring back the original cast. Yeah, my biggest issue with this new one, I mean, we can just talk all of these and then give scores for all three at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, we... I just didn't enjoy the way that they developed like a billion storylines. And I'm like, I didn't necessarily need all of this. And 
um, to Fallen Kingdom's credit, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because the storyline was pretty central. It yeah. kept it in one spot for a majority of it, even though it felt like one movie and then another movie and then another movie. Like this, this new one, Dominion, it really just took a bunch of storylines and didn't wrap it up at all nope. in a satisfying or quality way. It was just kind of six saga. <laughs> I'm like, thank God. Why does everything <laughs> have to be a saga now? Everything I, just has fair. to be a franchise. Yeah, I don't understand it's that annoying. at all. It it is annoying. I agree with that. But uh, going back to Fallen Kingdom, I guess uh, really quick, like I I I like some of the new characters. Uh, obviously, the pitfalls in this movie are you know, it's just not as well made or compelling as I would have hoped. Nope. Um, and I think that that's even more of an issue in the newest one, Dominion. Like yeah. it just is. They make such illogical decisions. The characters do that. I'm like, like there's one moment in this movie. Spoilers. There's one mo- moment in this movie where Owen, I think it's Grady or Brady, something, something like that. Yeah. But uh, Owen's character is like standing above a guy and he's interrogating him. A dinosaur eats his face and it's a pretty sizable dinosaur, oh carnivore with God, teeth, very sharp teeth. Scene. He bites off his face, the guy that's just like laying right in front of Owen and then Owen just like calmly turns to the left and goes on his walk. He's like, Claire, Claire, are you okay? Are you there? I'm like, why are you not running away right now? I don't get You it. understand there's a carniv- carnivorous dinosaur right in front of you, right? Like, why are you not running away? Like, he doesn't move it. No, he's a dinosaur professional, so he knows that the dinosaur is preoccupied, (laughs) and he had about 45 seconds before he had to run, right? I swear to God, they they could have probably spliced one shot of uh, (laughs) Chris Pratt raising his hand and going like, whoa, whoa. Oh, hang on there. Like the, the That's hand, so many times I see it. Like it barely worked for the Velociraptors in the yeah. first one. Yeah. All of a sudden he's doing it to T-Rexes. Yeah. Like what? Like, whoa, 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 girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, uh, uh, it seems like that, no, that no, no, T-Rex no, no, would just no, no, eat no, no, you, no, dude. No, like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. That doesn't work like that. No. I'm sitting in the audience. I'm yeah. sitting here like, no, that doesn't work. I don't believe it. <laughs> I, 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 there, I'm watching a dinosaur, extinct animals fight each other. Yeah, and a, there's a girl who's a clone of a person yeah. in the movie. No, 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 no. This yeah. doesn't happen in this universe. You don't just put your hand up. To be honest, let BD Wong rest. Like, let this man stop playing Doctor Henry Wu. Oh, like, it, <laughs> he looked. He looked sadness so... in his eyes when he was doing that last scene. I don't think it was his character. No, I think it was him. He's like, please end it. Please end it. <laughs> it's like, why am? Why do I still have to be the mastermind behind all of this? Like, can we just blame it on someone else one time? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Oh my god, oh, the original cast. Oh, there's so yeah, many things okay. to get into. Let's okay. go. Let's try. To, what let's should try to... be said about this? Yeah, I really enjoy Sam Neill. Yeah. For a majority of his role in this movie, Laura Dern is bad though. Laura Dern is not as good as I expected her to be. Like I definitely was hoping for more out of the nostalgia that the cast was going to bring, mm-hmm. and I guess you know that could have Jeff Goldblum just plays himself again. Yeah, and I like I'm kind of okay with that. But probably yeah. my my hottest Hollywood take is probably that I don't really enjoy Jeff Goldblum that much. I mean, honestly. Jeff Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum. He, he either yeah. love him or hate him, or not even hate him. It's either you love him or he's just kind of mad. He's just meh. He's yeah. all right. Like I, he doesn't bring down the project no. at all. Not at all. I mean, he he is he is very much Ian Malcolm. I like them. I like Jeff Goldblum, but yeah, I yeah. know what you're saying. I think that a lot of Sam Neill's parts are enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura Dern uh, is not as good as I expected her to be. But um, for but, anyone listening to this yeah. podcast right now, there uh-huh. is a part in the movie where Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Lord Dern and Sam Neill are all reuniting for the first time, and Jeff Goldblum asks Lord Dern, "So what's the deal with you two?" Right? And yeah. Lord Dern responds, "Oh, he slid into my DMs in a fully." She delivers oh. the line in its com- in its completeness, and I didn't catch any hint of sarcasm or anything. I don't think it, fully it was. Sound like she was like trying to make a joke. Her character was trying to make a joke, and I didn't appreciate it. To be honest, I think that it was her character kind of nodding at like, "Oh, look, I'm young and hit." Like it's like, "Oh, yeah." I was very upset at whoever made her say that line. Yeah, very much so. Because why are you making Laura Dern say, he slid into my DMs? Yeah, can we have her not be like that? There are many instances of that through the movie that that makes me believe the the many, many problems you'll see in this film are all starting at the script level, all at the screenplay. From the very beginning when they were writing this movie or if they were rewriting it throughout the entirety of, of this production. Yeah. It, it was just poor story choices after poor story choices after poor story choices all happening consecutively. When you go see this movie, there will be a point, it's probably different for everybody, where you're mm-hmm. just going, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. 
right? It, it was, it just kept going. For me, Jeremy, I don't know what it, what it was for you, but mm. when I said, I can't believe what's happening in this movie, I just, I, <laughs> I am just appalled at the, at the quality. I think you, because te- like you went to see it uh, a little earlier because we like were having, hour, yeah. we were having like a team member screening and like managers can bring their friends and like I had to wait for everyone to be out. So I went and saw it later yeah. and you texted me before I went in. I told you what I And you were like, you were like, this is the most ridiculously bad shit I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> There, there's it, it, it's a two-parter first part was uh chris pratt fully wrangles a dinosaur about 30 times his size just by throwing a rope around it around a, a dead tree around a stump. dead tree stump and he is able to pull it and wrangle it and he catches it i was like oh my god what was that yeah I'm like, right mm, i was excited for dinosaurs and snow but it was a much smaller piece dinosaurs are horses now apparently i don't know i so, am okay i uh, there's one the shot at, okay, <laughs> okay no the guy, second part guy, where guy, i was guy, like yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> the second part was uh, when that white dress lady, that pantsuit lady, dress lady. She, it was like during the black market stuff. And oh yes, her, no, I know she she's just she's doesn't like, play a part in the whole film whatsoever. She, not particularly. She is in the movie for five minutes, and they she's just, a story device. She pops in, and up until this point, there is about six other characters like introduced. Yeah, right. When it comes to like black market dealings, mm-hmm. and she comes around the corner, and the music that plays and the camera work that is done. And the dialogue that said sets her up to be one of the biggest players in the <laughs> game of this movie. And I'm thinking, Big bad villain. we did this about four other times in the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Can we not? And I, I leaned over to Luke, who I was sitting next to, and I said, oh, my God, another character. <laughs> I, I was appalled by the fact that they were still adding more and more people into yeah. the story. Thankfully, I guess, maybe they figured out, like, after they shot all her scenes, like, oh, wait, she doesn't really play a role in the story. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know why we did that. It, every, those were my two moments where I was like, the character's terrible, story, terrible. Whatever is supposed to make sense, does it make sense, and you're just lost. Plot's well, pretty what about you? bad. I, I definitely, there was one, my biggest issue with this movie is obviously plot. Um, yeah. But more than that, I think the direction is Poor. so Awful. It's poor. It is it's, very, very poor. I think it's terrible. There are uh, moments of blocking that are just like you have makes um, no fucking sense. that guy makes from no fucking sense. Ar- Archives eighty one. He's like the secret whistleblower oh, on the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. His name. Are you ta- you talking about the black guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, the guy, the guy that um, I think he was like Jeff Goldblum's or uh, he's like Ian Ian Malcolm's like yeah like uh ta or something yeah i don't, I don't know. know but, but, but there are it's laura dern and sam neill talking on the inside of biosyn and he's just in the background just walking for like 30 minutes yeah. he has no lines he's just walking in the background and then he says oh i gotta go right after the 30 minutes have happened of him just walking and you're like oh come on you like, couldn't do that like earlier i'm just looking at you waiting for you to say a line to be honest i'm kind of sitting here i'm like you're still here like <laughs> really have to... to his credit though i i kind of i kind of liked him honestly mm-hmm. i thought he was an okay I am... character i think he was just misused this he movie, was acted well did this movie ever like actually upset you at any point actually upset it, me. it upset me at one i point. think yes uh there uh were two points where it actually upset mm-hmm. me the first one was there is a chase scene where uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character Claire's like running across rooftops and mm-hmm. the Velociraptor's like after her. Oh my god! And uh, she like she, she like outruns the Velociraptor. Yeah, she just flat outruns a Velociraptor, but not that part. The part that and this speaks more to the editing and the direction where she like I I don't know how to describe it. She does that thing where people like slide over a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do I describe that? That's like oh. an action movie. Yeah, like he, he, she like jumps slide over, over the hood of the car. Yeah, sure. Like she does that move over like some corner, and mm-hmm. like the Velociraptor like bites around it and keeps chasing her. And yeah. then the next shot is is the Velociraptor like 30, 50 feet back. And yeah. I'm like, guys, what? No continuity. Are we do it. <laughs> they're breaking the, their own rules that they set up within the world of the film. That Velociraptors yeah. can run sixty miles an hour. Yeah, and Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm sorry, you don't run 60 miles an hour. Yeah, it's it's the same thing that we saw in like Obi Wan when uh, Leia was getting kidnapped, where especially that sequence where Owen was on the bike and the Lost Raptors were after him. I'm like, they would have caught him. So easily. I don't know. If, if I really, think they would have caught the part him. Where I was no, like, there's these times. No, 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 because there's these times where, and I'm not oh, just talking breaks. about the straightaway where he breaks and he just like yeah. swirls around. I'm like, no way is a Velociraptor missing you, dude. Yeah. They're clipping something. Yeah. You're like no freaking way! You're just I think flawless with this shit. There's the, the point that it set me was um, 
I also uh, wanted to mention there are chase scenes in this movie, multiple chase scenes in this movie mm-hmm. that are not meant to be suspenseful, that are meant to be action packed. They're just meant to be like they violent. have no music. It's just just the sound effects. Sound. And I'm like I'm like I'm sitting here, I'm like, there's so much dead air right now. Yeah. What's happened? What happened in the editing room, guys? We looked at this and we were like yeah, that's so action packed. The movie is two and a half hours long still. <laughs> we can no, cut. Oh, a, we can cut oh, a chase scene. Honestly, oh, I should also mention really quick. It has nothing to do with Jurassic Park. I looked earlier or later on this this uh, month. We get Elvis. You know what? You want to know the runtime for Elvis, Ben? Oh God, it's two hours and forty minutes for Elvis. For Elvis. For Elvis. By Baz Luhrmann. Elvis by Baz Luhrmann. It's by Baz Luhrmann. Oh my it's a god! Screenplay Baz by Baz. Literally, literally, literally on his uh, on the poster for the movie. A and then we'll get Lerman back to film. Jurassic World. Yeah, it says Baz Luhrmann film, but it also says screenplay by Baz Luhrmann and some other guy and Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> like it says his name twice for screenplay. I think, are they overestimating how I don't know known Baz Luhrmann is, or is this Baz Luhrmann's no contract fucking, saying I, have I get no to put my name on everything? Maybe I don't know. Alice, do you know who Baz Luhrmann is, Alice? Uh, yeah, Alice doesn't. Well, know. okay, that that's that's the testament that's that he is not who known. The fuck is Boz <laughs> but yeah, I those were the really the only things that I like, have ridiculously upset. I me have that. something that actually upset me, yeah. and it's a complete lack of perspective for audiences that they're trying to portray. Mm. It is getting very lazy in Hollywood to check a box when it comes to diversification of a cast. Yeah, and there is it's very surface level, and it's actually upsetting sometimes because if you're trying to make your cast diversified yeah don't just make it say it's a gay character there's a gay character in this film right yeah and if you want this to be a gay character mm-hmm. star wars rise of skywalker did it too where it's like oh guys we actually have a great step forward for pride and it's like half a second of two women kissing after they successfully defeat the it's army like the very end it's, it's it, at the yeah. it's like blinking half a second it. is honestly maybe not an exaggeration that may be exactly how it's, long it is it is it was like appalling to be like oh my god that's that's the effort you put in wow this is the wow. and it is the same thing for <laughs> jurassic park you're putting in a person of color and the, and they're going and they're going to be gay right yeah Th- there was a, there was just like one line where they mentioned that they're gay right like that they like women that's correct. And it was just the one line. That's correct. That's all you're going to give. That's all the studio, that's all the script was going to give. Just yeah. the one line. Which I, I can, I can you know, come, come behind and say, like, you know, alternatively, you know, obviously gay people, like, it's not their only personality trait to no, be gay. Personality trait. But, this but, is my, but this is my thing. It's like, I, no, I understand what you're you saying. When you portray someone in a movie, yeah. you are putting the character on screen. And if you want that character to be to be gay, I feel like you need to have some sort of more perspective, and it feels like they have no perspective. Yeah. In, in the matter of representation. I mean, honestly, I agree with that. They they just really, I think, just wholly didn't use her character well. No. Like she was not badly acted. No. She was pretty good. She was great. But yeah, I just I really feel like a lot of the character, like you said earlier, I think it all comes down to screenplay. Yeah. It's all about writing and how bad it is. And, mm. like, the big bad dinosaur is, like, just a larger carnivorous T-Rex, basically, with a huge tail. It's and like, I'm like you, you're trying to show this character is gay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way you're going to do it is is have Owen and her in an elevator say, and she just says, yeah, I like girls, too. All right, cool. All right. That's just bad if, writing, if that's, man. If that's, <laughs> that's just bad if writing. that's the effort we're getting, yeah. like, it is... To me, it's just, can we make it oh a lot like if God. if we're going to do that and I advocate we do that like can we actually do it? Can we do it well? Can we not just make can it we, like? A, can we do this? Yeah, well? that's more it. Like, can we can we make it more quality? But I mean, honestly, I think it's less a conversation about that and it's more a conversation about bad movies. Because yeah. I mean, Rise of Skywalker and this movie mm-hmm. they're both bad, bad movies. movies. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I'm I honestly like I, what has there ever been? You know, a gay per, uh, a gay portrayal of a character that you've like really found quality in, in, in terms of like these sci-fi movies uh yeah any movies really mm-hmm. i mean honestly I like think i can really call, i think hollywood misuses like like tokenism they use tokenism a lot yeah so much and it's ridiculous that it's like can we these people just not exist in quality stories yeah like do we have to make a the biggest deal that you know oh my god 
we have a gay character. I'm going to write the worst line that I possibly yeah. can. It's like, oh, hey, guys, I am a homosexual. It is nice to meet you. Like, I'm like, that's the type, that's I'm the like bro, stuff that can, you, can you just let them live, bro? Like, please. Huh. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to do We'll, we'll do we gotta, right now. We're just we got a rant there. Yeah, it's we, really annoying, yeah, We dude. would probably need like a whole episode to describe like our total grievances with this film. We could make that a segment. Like, uh, just like a... I, I was going to say frustrations with like repeatedly bad tropes in yeah. Hollywood. It, That's one of them is so misuse of gay characters, will, misuse of like... <laughs> Uh, like a black or you know any other anyone who is race character like it, yeah like it just i'm like i'm like dude just let them live and make them quality characters you don't have to make their entire identity mm -hmm. about this one aspect of their lives yeah. like goddamn so but anyway let's my log line for my review here is uh -huh. going into jurassic park expect to see the most hollywood movie of all time money grab money grab nostalgia base rushed and honestly, I don't. I, it's just I, bad. It's, it's a bad it's movie. Just, just it is. Bad. It is. It is a bad movie. You will not see quality um, story nor character development or necessarily anything other than a select few scenes that deal with like dinosaurs. There's there are a few scenes. I mean, you have. Yeah, I'll say. Okay, like the, let's let's give. All right, let's try and give, give a positive, right. like uh, a little positive. There was I one really scene. My, how much I laughed at the movie. Okay, well, was that because it was funny? Or it was, was that bad. Was, okay, it was bad. I was laughing. <laughs> I was gonna say there was one scene I actually really enjoyed is when Claire parachutes out and then she like falls down into the mm -hmm. the forest and she drops to the forest floor and there's this dinosaur walking around with like really long talons. Yeah, looking thing. And she like crawls into the water. That's genuinely terrifying. It, that, like, that was a scary scene. Can you imagine I liked if they it actually lot. tried like that for the whole movie. That would have been. So, oh my god! Yeah, if I look at that scene, I'm like, can I get that scene quality for the entire movie? That would have been a fantastic movie. Yeah, I would have oh. loved it. But yeah, there's so many illogical components to this, and like you said earlier, it breaks the breaks the world rules that they've set up for Jurassic yeah. Park so much, so often, and it's just makes it so not enjoyable for yeah. me. But. Do you have anything else to say about any of the three of these movies? Uh, these three movies start strong and then they just go down the toilet more yeah. and more. And I don't, I, uh, for me, it's a, it's like a three point six out of ten for Dominion, mm -hmm. and overall, it's probably closer to like a five point two for for mm -hmm. the entire trilogy. Yeah, you, you have numbers for uh, first one and second one. First one is like a seven point three or something mm -hmm. for me, and then the next one is just like a five, and then the next one after that is a three. Yeah. <laughs> I gave for first Jurassic World, I gave a 7.5 uh, for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And I got to say, my biggest issue with this movie, I think it's reasonably well made. Mm -hmm. I just think that it could have been one portion for the entire movie, just stretch it out for the whole thing, mm -hmm. kind of delve into the little thing. Like if they just took the scene where it's like, we got to get the dinosaurs off the island and ignored the entire back half of the movie, yeah, that would have been a good movie. Mm -hmm. But I gave it a 5.4, and then for Jurassic World Dominion, I gave it a 3.1. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Right, well, That's how I feel. Wow, that took us 23 minutes. Yeah, we <laughs> said it on our, on our little doc, it said five minutes. Well. Uh, let's skip Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam. No, let's not skip. I loved it. Black I loved, Adam. Yeah, real quick. I liked it a lot. Character design looks okay. Yeah. Like, I like Dr. Fate. I, I'm, I'm in, really interested yes. to see him. Yes. Very interested. Yes. Um, and honestly, this may actually be a rock performance. I enjoy. I think The Rock might play somebody that isn't The Rock in this. That's one. right. That, I'm that excited. Would be cool. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Hype score ten out of ten. Hype score reasonable out of ten. Oh, uh, wow. Trivia game. Can you hit me with a trivia game, Jeremy? Oh god. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, do you remember a game we played? Uh, it's like a it's like a little uh, movie card game we played. It's called Pass the Popcorn. Pass the popcorn. I don't Do think you remember played, that game. I don't think we played Pass the Popcorn. We played no, Cinephile. We definitely played. We it. played Cinephile. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you remember? It? Yeah. I was so good at that game. Yeah, you were very good at it. I was unbelievably good at that game. So I've got some. I've got some a similar game for you. Here. Okay. Uh, so guess the film. Okay, I'm gonna give you these aspects of each film in order. Okay. I think I've got like nine or ten. I don't know. I'm but, gonna guess every single one of them. Yeah, but first I'm gonna give you a quote. From the movie. Okay. If you get it on that, you'll get four points. Actors, that then then I'll give you actors. You'll get three points if you guess it then. Plot, two points. And characters, one point. Okay. So here we go. First one. First one. 
a liger. It's like a lion That's and a Napoleon tiger. Dynamite. God damn it. Are you fucking kidding that me, Ben? Napoleon dynamite. Man, Easy. fuck you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next one. I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Hmm. Can I guess multiple times? I will allow one guess per category. One guess per category? Okay. Yeah. I love women so much, I stay away from them. Is that like mm -hmm. Anchorman? It's not Anchorman, no. Mm. Uh, the uh, actors are Catherine Keener and Steve Carell. So Steve Carell is in it. I love Steve Carell is in it. Kathleen Keener. Who's Kathleen Keener? Okay, I didn't look up and pick an obscure actor. This is just the one that was on the card. Okay. Um, I love women so much I stay away from them. Let me think. A any comedic movie Steve Carell is in. It, yeah. That would be probably like Crazy Stupid Love. You can also just choose Skip if you want to. I'm going to say Crazy Stupid Love. It's not Crazy Stupid Love. Really? Uh, the plot. Oh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. There you there go. You. There oh. it is. Beautiful. Got it. Giving you two points, you pleb. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, next one. Oh my God, I'm getting pulled over. Everyone just pretend to be normal. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Why is that the most generic movie line of all time? I, I, I feel bad, but I did not pull the obscure shit again. I'm just gra again, I grabbed again, like a handful of cards. Oh my God, I'm getting pulled over. Everyone just pretend to be normal. Everyone just pretend to be normal. I assume you've seen this movie. It's, like, it's a really good movie. Uh, is this uh, super bad? It's not super bad, no. Uh, your actors are Greg Kinnear and Tony Collette. Greg Kinnear and Tony Collette. Indeed. Greg Kinnear? Who's Greg yeah. Kinnear? Yeah. Uh, Greg Kinnear? Who's Greg Kinnear? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to use a lifeline. Okay. Alice? It, okay. Say it, say, say it to okay. So the quote is, "Oh my God, I'm getting pulled over. Everyone just pretend to be normal." And the actors are Greg Kinnear and Tony Collette. Exactly. Oh come Who's on, Greg guys. Kinnear, you know who Greg Kinnear I'm is. Greg you gotta know who Greg Kinnear is. Greg Kinnear. Do you want me to give you the plot? This guy. Oh my God. This guy is the most TV face I've ever seen in my life. Let me see him. Is he who I think he is? Greg Kinnear? Yeah, he is That's who I Greg think Kinnear. he is. Yeah. He's like, he is who I think he is. Oh my goodness. I thought he was Greg reasonably Kinnear famous. No, Collette. I guess not. Do you want me to give you the, uh, the plot? The plot? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Plot? Give me the plot. The plot is a family takes a long road trip in a yellow VW Oh, microbus. Little Miss Sunshine. It's Little Miss Sunshine. I've never seen Little, little Miss Sunshine. You haven't? No. That's a great movie. You'd, you'd like it a lot, I think. Damn. All right, let's see. There has to be a mathematical explanation for how bad that tie is. Oh. All right, I have to guess it. I have to guess here. Sure. I just have to. It, it is like inside my brain. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Mathematical explanation. There has to be a mathematical explanation right. for how bad that tie is. They are is. talking to obviously a nerd, right? Obviously someone who's good with math. Hmm. Mathematical explanation for how bad that tie is. Is that like Iron Man? It's not Iron Man. Um, Ron Howard is our director. Okay. And it stars Russell Crowe. Beautiful mind. It's a beautiful mind. Beautiful yeah. mind. Yeah, it's absolutely a beautiful mind. All right, next one. Also starring, um, God, I, Jennifer Connelly. Ah, there it is. Yeah, apparently did. Ron ha Howard directed that. He did. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, We'd have a better chance of playing pickup sticks without buck cheeks than getting a plane out of here tonight. I know you know this movie. Is this Home Alone? It's not Home Alone. What is this? Uh, the, you, you should probably get it with the actors. The actors are John Candy and Steve Martin. Oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's planes, Trains, and Automobiles, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. How many um, have we got? One, two, three, four, right five. You have five more. I have not missed a single one. You haven't missed one. Yeah, I've not missed a single one. That's fair. All right. Uh, this one. Okay. My team. My team is dead. They knew we were coming, and the disc is gone. My team. My team is dead, and the disc is gone. They knew we were coming. Okay. 
My first, my knee-jerk reaction is to say Suicide Squad because mm. like, the beginning, like they knew we were coming. Mm. They knew we were coming, and the disc is gone. Mm-hmm. Huh? 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 Mm-hmm. Anything? No, I have nothing. No. Okay. Uh, it stars John Voight and Tom Cruise. Oh, the first Mission Impossible. It's the first Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next one. We might be through with the past, but the past ain't through with us. Back to the future. It's not back. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, this one also stars Tom Cruise again, okay. uh, as, uh, alongside Philip Seymour Hoffman. Minority Report. It's not Minority. Not Report. Minority Report. No. Uh, the plot is a day in the lives of several people in L.A. is told through separate stories and ends in ra- in a rain of frogs. Okay. 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 If you need me to repeat anything, okay. let me I'm know. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Uh, there's van- there's Vanilla Sky. I don't think they're in Vanilla Sky together. Are you guessing Vanilla Sky? I don't want to guess Vanilla Sky because I don't think you. I try to it's read your chat. I, I tried it's to- Vanilla Sky. Is it Vanilla Sky? It's not Vanilla Sky. Wait, no. wait, wait. It's a Stanley Kubrick one then. I oh my. I honestly don't know. What's the movie? I I got one more for oh, you. Oh oh yeah, yeah. It's the characters. Okay. Um, quiz Kid Donnie Smith and self help guru Frank T J Mackey. Yeah, I don't know who those people are. It's Magnolia. Magnolia. Oh, shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, it's Magnolia. Shut up. Get out of here with this. It's Magnolia. All right, all right. Next oh one. Oh, my God. The quote is, let's do the time warp again. Let's do the what? What? Let's do the time warp again. The time warp. Mm-hmm. That is very sci-fi to the point where it feels like self-aware. Mm. I want to say, what's that movie with Tim Allen? With Tim Allen? Yeah. Are you talking about, uh, or no, that's Adam Sandler that I'm thinking about. Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Galaxy, no, it's not Galaxy, it's not Galaxy <laughs> Quest. Oh, my God. What uh, is it? Stars Tim, uh, it stars uh, Tim Curry Tim and Curry. Uh, Susan Sarandon. Tim Curry and Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> it is Rocky oh, Horror Picture wait, Show. Really? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. I've, ne- I've never seen it. <laughs> um, okay, next, uh, second to last one. Uh, I've never had any. Oh, I never had any friends later on, like the ones I had when I was twelve. Yeah, that's the uh, Jesus. Does anyone? That's the Stand by Me. That's Stand by that's Me. Stand by Me. That's right. That's yeah. The easiest. All right, and last one. I always thought it'd be better to be a fake somebody than a real nobody. Mister Nobody, starring Jared Leto. No, it's not. Uh, uh, our our actors are Jude Law and Matt Damon. Say the quote again. I always thought it'd be better to be to be a fake somebody, fake somebody. than a real nobody. Fake somebody than a real nobody. Mm-hmm. Jude Law, Matt Damon. Jude Law, Matt Damon. No. You know. Yeah, yeah. Alice wants to guess. Feel free. Can you come to the mic and guess? Okay. Alice is about to guess. The born identity, Alice. Says. No, it's not the born identity. So now my guess that doesn't count. My guess, I was actually about to say the born identity too, which is really funny. Jude Law and Matt Damon. Yeah. Be a real nobody. Uh, what other? Uh, uh, oh my God! It's what is it? It's what is it? It's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want the uh, plot? Yeah. Okay. A con artist murders a rich friend and assumes his identity. Never seen this movie. I don't think I've, I've ever seen it. it. Uh, your car- it, that's not the plot. <laughs> like, whoa. Um, the uh, 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 the characters are Dickie Greenleaf and Marge Sherwood. I don't know who this. I don't know this mm. movie. It's the talented Mr. Ripley. Mm, yeah, yeah. Ne- these are like '90s movies, man. I, I, what you saying? The '90s aren't good. The '90s are like a dark age for me, for for <laughs> film. Like I, I, I just can't stand the look of '90s movies. I can't. I can't. I don't like the way '90s movies look. Damn. Shout out to the 90s. Yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> so how'd I do, Jeremy? All right, telling me up. I'm telling you up. You got a 60%. <laughs> That's not true. Yes, it is. The major- the most amount of points that you could get. That's not true. Were 40. <laughs> lying. Uh, most amount of points you could get was 40. Yeah. You got 24. Just saying. That's good. 
60. Well, how many? I got the movie on all of them except two. Y- yes, you got, uh, if if we're going by that metric, yeah, you got eight yeah, out of ten. Yeah, 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 <laughs> buddy. Okay, let's move on to the next segment. Oh, my God, we're at 35 minutes already, Jeremy. Obi-Wan. Uh, we'll talk, let's talk Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel and try to fit it, like, close, because we're really going over in time right now. Okay, let's go Obi-Wan, and then we'll quickly hit Miss Marvel, yeah. and then we, I want to get into Stranger Things. Okay. I do. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um. Personally, I'll I'll give my little uh logline and review, and then you can move into yours. Gotcha. Right? So personally, uh, I am slightly disappointed in the show, just because this has been the show that a lot of people have been looking forward to, and I feel like Disney had had to know that, had to have known that because they definitely knew that. Because and I feel like the hype surrounding it and the knowledge of hype, of how much like the fan base would want this, is not being matched within the show. Nice. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> so it feels as though we are not matching the quality that we have. It's not even expectations. This is a very low-key show when it yeah. should not be. It should not be a low-key show. We should not be having Obi-Wan do side missions. I want something grand. I want something grand. <laughs> is that too much to ask for? I don't like when, when, you're, when you have your opinion known. When it comes to Star Wars, you're like, oh, my God, this is boring. Right, and then someone replies saying, "What? You can't just be happy you're getting Star Wars right now." I'm like, no. I'm like, I just want, I just want a good lightsaber fight. Someone tried to tell me that about Jurassic World. Like one of our team members came out, and I was, and he was like, "Man, I saw you gave it like a one and a half stars on Letterbox." And I'm like, "Yeah," and he was like, "What's wrong with it? Like, I like, it, like it had dinosaur fights. What more can you ask for?" I'm like, "A good movie, like." It's the same well, thing, like the a point, good TV show. It's getting give, the give point where stuff. Disney is solely relying on branding and marketing to sell their shows and, yeah. and movies, and the content and quality within the things that they're branding and marketing don't have to be good. Yeah. If they make the marketing well, good enough, they know everyone's just going to pay to watch it. I think, I think we can't say that it's, well, I don't, I'm not going to say can't, but I would not say it's bad. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I would say, say it's say bad it's, either. It's, I'd say it's just okay. It's like, okay. And I was expecting, and I guess, you know, you me, could say it's expectation. And me and a lot of other fans saying, it's okay, is the part that makes me go, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Like, th- we're really saying All right. the show everyone has been waiting for. Forever. For a character that's whole, wholly beloved like, by dude, prequel fans, original <laughs> trilogy fans, and sequel fans. Like, the minute that, like, uh, Ewan McGregor was at, I think it was Star Celebration at some point, I can't remember what year it was, where he, where, you know, Kathleen Kennedy asked him, like, are you going to play Obi-Wan? The whole thing he was like, yes. I was like, I was so excited when that happened, and this is such a letdown. It is. Like, I Obi-Wan just... is getting a story, but I don't think it's the story he deserves. Mm-hmm. He's, he's being kind of pushed aside to tell the story of Reva and Kid Leia, which I don't agree with in terms of storytelling devices and really bridging the gap between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah, I think, honestly, I don't mind that there's such a large part of the story, but I do mind that there's such a large part of the story, and it's taking away time from Obi-Wan's story. I mean, it was like a 30-minute necess- episode. Yeah. I, I like. I Oof. didn't necessarily need... 30 minutes. Like, I, I know Soups came out and said, he was like, oh, man, I'm I'm so upset that, you know, these guys aren't, like, and he was pointing to uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, mm-hmm. they aren't the focus. I'm like, you're right, kind of? Like I didn't really need Anakin. To I was be a expecting huge to focus. see new characters. I was fully prepared for that. I'm yeah. not mad that we're getting new I characters. Just, it's it's the lack of Obi Wan. I have six episodes to get me. Ewan McGregor back as Obi Wan. Yeah, and so far I feel like I've not gotten that. No, and I've gotten more of a Reva show. Yeah, or a Reva slash Obi Wan show. Uh, honestly, more of a Reva slash Leia show. Yeah. Which again, I'm not like super upset with those characters. They're good characters and they're compelling. Young Leia is acted as young Leia would, mm-hmm. and it's connecting well to the original it trilogy. Is. And like Reva is a compelling Inquisitor. Like she is devious. She has. She like is three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. She's always thinking about you know how to get the edge on everyone else. Like, but I just am upset that it takes away from what Obi Wan could bring to the table. Like yeah. I want more Obi Wan. I do. Yeah. Like, I was expecting so much more depth to his character in this show, and we are m- more than halfway in, and we've gotten kind of nothing. Yeah. Like, we, and we, we have two episodes earlier. left. We have two episodes left. Two episodes left to, I don't, I don't know, close out or begin an arc, because it feels like neither has happened. Yeah. Like, what kind of arc has Obi-Wan gotten? I don't feel like he's gotten an arc. What Not kind really. of arcs have been concluded? We haven't really gotten anything. And if anything, what's going to be the compelling thing to really drive this and wrap this thing up? 
Yeah, I mean, unless they're like planning to bring him back again, I'm kind of sitting here. I'm like, I we have accurately kind of portrayed where Obi Wan's headspace is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have seen his anxiety, his fear, his <laughs> lack of <laughs> faith anymore, and I'm like, that's cool and all, but like you'd mentioned, there's no real story arc or character arc for him. It's just kind of here's Obi Wan's static as a character, him going on adventures, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. That's in that's compelling enough, and like the visuals are cool. I really liked, by the way, the the, the um, dark room scene. Uh, that, but I mean the the fallen order, uh, like parallels that we got. Oh yeah, well. like <laughs> the the same castle Inquisitoris. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it looks really cool. I liked it a lot, but still, it just was. It's lacking. Yeah, it is lacking. It's lacking. Just it's lacking. So it's, it's, I hope to see something really that really brings people back in to see where he ends up in episode yeah. five, and. Uh, to be Let's honest. not do any more trench coat escapes. G- give me, oh my god! Let's not do any trench coat. <laughs> the trench coat man. escape, dude. They put oh that in a show. God. They really put that in a show, Jeremy. About Obi Wan Kenobi, they put Leia escaping to base by just hiding under his coat. Oh, no one sees those two little feet there. No, nope, nobody sees that. I just can't <laughs> believe that's that was they went amazing. little rascals with it. <laughs> they did. Oh, oh no, dude, man. that is little rascals ass. Yeah. It is. Well, let's, well, we should move into Miss Marvel. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Well, uh, so far, disappointed. Disappointed is the word. Disappointed is the word. Disappointed and shortchanged. But yeah, let's move into Miss Marvel real quick. You should wa- talk um, about it because I did not watch it. You watched like half of it, but yeah, I mean, uh, so the one thing that I'll say about this, uh, and I'll, I'll say two things about this. It is not that bad mm-hmm. this is actually a pretty great mcu project so far one episode in mm-hmm. like i like the characters i like her family a lot like they're compelling and well acted like it just my one thing is i wish i would have cared more about captain marvel as a character at this point because mm-hmm. i think this would be so much more compelling to me if i did yeah because if i just sit here and imagine i'm like hmm if i if this was a series about some kid wanting to you know, become, I don't know, Iron Man yeah. or something like that. Like a, more, a character that has so much more depth to them yep. and was done right on screen, like I would have cared so much more. Mm-hmm. But like, I just kind of don't. But that said, it's a good show. Good it show. is kind of like a, you had mentioned this earlier, like kind of a Lizzie McGuire-esque yeah. kind of quality, which Free is Disney not, Channel. it's not terrible, it's not, but. It, I, it's it's not unwelcome in the MCU. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see some something shake up the MCU and freshen it up in some way or form. Yeah. And I think uh, it's kind of doing that with this show. Yeah, I liked it a lot, honestly. The the characters are good. They're funny, actually. I thought it was mm-hmm. it was a pretty funny episode, yeah. honestly. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Nice. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk a little bit of Stranger Things. And then wrap up. Yeah, and then wrap up. So volume one, fin- you finished, Jeremy? I did. You finished while we were in the car uh, on the way back from Disney. Sweating to death. Sweating to death because my <laughs> AC doesn't work in my car when we go on the highway. Hey, that's all right, though. So we finished it. Uh, I say, so far, even without Volume Two, it is the best season of Stranger Things. Agreed. You agree? Agreed. Agree. Boom. I mean, we're on the same page right there. Yeah. I think it gave us the best episode of Stranger Things. I think it goes four, two, one, three. Whoa! You put two in the second spot. I did. You like two? I do. A lot of people put two as the last one, like me. The last one? Yeah. For me, it's four, one, three, two. What? Four, one, three. I think it was. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's let's focus on four right now, right? Okay, yeah, no, you're right. I think it also gave us the best episode of Stranger Things ever. Yeah. Which was episode four, Dear Billy. Yeah. Running up that hill, Kate Bush. Shout out. And I truly did not see that ending. Spoilers. I did not see one being Vecna. I did not see one being a character. Really? Not at all. Okay. Well I was uh, well, I'm just saying like I didn't expect him to show at least like mm-hmm. I'm one. I'm like Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> like, there's a what? <laughs> it, I'm just saying. You get a lot of character. You get a lot of story. You get everything that you really, I don't know. I mean, they had three years to make it. So yeah. th- they did really well with it. The only thing is that, you know, a lot of characters are going to get more screen time than a lo- other characters. So sure. with the California crew, that is the case. I would want to hear what you would think because are you like, do you feel shortchanged by any sort of like character uh, presentation or screen time? Do you feel like anyone's gotten more than they should, or someone isn't getting as much as they should? What do you think? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. 
So first I'll say uh, I may be slightly biased when it comes to this show because uh-huh. like we grew up on this show and I really yeah. love this show so much. Um, like it's probably my top five favorite TV shows of mm-hmm. all time. But yeah, I do think I want more from Will. Um, Will was, all with him. Will was so central, like, um, and now he's just kind of he's, he went central there, not as er, er, central, very central in season two. Yeah, and then three and four, I just gone. He, yeah, he's, he's just, just like, he's a side character. Yeah. Um, Lucas, I think, is being utilized really well. Yeah, honestly, Lucas, um, I, I feel like is the best balance out of everyone. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, I guess I could say Mike's getting a little done dirty, but I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> in this, it's, in this one, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Cut his screen time. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I think Jonathan is the biggest character. Like, cause like I liked his character a lot in the first season, mm-hmm. and even in the second season as well. Um, but yeah, it just seems like he's getting no development, no screen time or anything. They're just like California crew does seem the most neglected yeah. out of the entire show. But at that same time, I'm a little okay with it. Yeah. Like I think I would get annoyed if I had solid ten minutes of Argyle. Maybe. I mean, you have thirty million dollars an episode. Yeah. With with Netflix. This is all Netflix has right now. And I mean, what else are they gonna they can put out as many true crime do- documentaries as they can. They just put out hustle. It's it is so crazy the kind of lightning in a bottle thing that Stranger Things is. Seriously. It is unbelievable. Shout out the Duffer Brothers. The, the kind of feelings they capture. Yeah. And the kind of stories they, they put on the screen. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna be very sad when it ends in season five. But uh do you have any theories that, that you've heard about like where this is gonna go? Okay, so there is one that is like I really looked at, I'm like Oh, so most of my like theories and stuff for story stuff, maybe not, but I do have, I think the biggest conversation is like, man, who is going to die and not return for season five? Mm-hmm. I think out of everybody, I think, mine's Will. I think the most possible, obviously, I think the most possible is Eddie because mm-hmm. Stranger Things has a thing yeah. for introducing a character I love, Bob. Or Alexi, yeah. and then killing them. Yeah. So I think there's a solid chance Eddie's gonna eat it. There's also I like that theory, Jeremy. I yeah. do like that theory. Simply considering the fact Eddie is still wanted for murder. True. And the only you can't really clear his name, can Not you? Not particularly. Because to clear his name, you'd have to expose this whole thing. It's like yeah. a monster that has telekinetic powers. Not yep. gonna fly. Not gonna fly whatsoever. I don't think so. The only way they can really resolve that kind of storyline is. He sacrifices himself. He sacrifices himself. He dies in battle. I think that's like that. very likely. I think that is totally going to, that is, that is a good one. Jeremy. I yeah. like that. Um, but I also got to say, I think that, I don't think Nancy will die mm-hmm. when, you know, like right now, obviously we're left on a cliffhanger where she's, you know, about to get Vecna. Yeah. But like, I don't think she'll die there, but I think she will die. You think Nancy's going to die? I think Nancy might die. If they really want to break my heart, they could kill Robin. I don't think they can just because of the mass appeal that Maya Hawk has. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think they can. But, um, um, yeah, I, I think Nancy has a pretty good chance to die. I think Eddie is bound to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a good possibility with Nancy kind of, from what I assume, being in Vecna's crosshairs at this point, mm-hmm. that Jonathan could die too. Yeah. You know, those, those are definitely my... I think most in danger. Characters. Craziest theory of all time. Craziest theory of all time. Go on. Will is still connected to the Upside Down, and the Mind Flayer is still inside of him. And Will is a double agent still. You think so? Yeah. Crazy theory. I don't know. I think I, he has been like really aloof and suspicious this season, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of online chatter has led me to believe that's because he's closeted yeah. at the moment. Um, and you know, even his acting when he like when Mike shows up, I'm like. You know, maybe he is because he like did this painting. He was like so excited to see Mike. He was like the only one on the bench when they panned around them to think mm-hmm. excited looking around for him. Um, and he was like, "Hey, I brought this painting." And he's like, "Oh, cool." And and Will just goes like, "Oh, oh, you don't even want to? See- oh, okay, all right. Well then, like, yeah, let's just let's go." Yeah, I'm like, Poor yeah, I, I'm like, I don't know, but that's a possibility. Honestly, I do kind of think he's not done with Upside Down because yeah. as soon as L was like. Yeah, he's painting a lot, and he's not talking to anybody. I'm like, mm, you know what that sounds like? Season two. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I swear to God, every single Stranger Things season oh, has, has, has like a drawing. Has like the drawing, and then wait like, a minute. Yeah, it's like wait a minute. 
what if I fold this and fold this and there? And it's just perfectly proportioned. Oh my god. It's that's... just perfectly proportioned what like with all the drawings at? and everything. You're like, yeah. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah, artists. Yeah. Artists. But I think, I like the parents getting involved too. I think uh <laughs> volume 1 strongest we've ever gotten in terms really? of any Netflix content and can you imagine if Disney Plus tried to do anything like this with their show? Like make them like actually compelling and good? Like that would well, be wild. Okay, I mean, I think that one of the things we really appreciate about this season was how gory and like they really just didn't hold anything back. Yeah. Especially with how the cast is yeah. maturing in real life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's one of the things Disney Plus or Disney itself just really doesn't dip their hands into very often at all mm-hmm. is just this kind of gory, no holds barred yeah. kind of filmmaking. I just don't think they do it. So, I don't think they could make something like this, no. honestly. It is. It, this is like a once in a blue moon type of show where it's. This is like Breaking Bad. This is this is a staple of, <laughs> of like media and television. That's a, that's a bold statement. Oh, uh, is it? It is, is it? not. You a don't bold think statement. it's a bold this statement? Is an amazing show. It is an amazing. Show. Un- I would put it up there too. It's the I'm just best saying. Show out there right now. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, there's nothing better than this. Yeah. I guess say like episode to episode, I it it has been the most excited I am to watch a TV show yeah. in a long time. So I'm very excited for Volume Two, July first. Same. I will same. be binging it. The three hours or three and a half hours of content that there are, I, I guarantee it's four and a half hours. I'm pretty sure oh, each of the episodes it, is the, two hours. Yeah. Ooh, this is gonna be exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, we're gonna have movie night. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna be in Asheville, <laughs> uh, North Carolina. So. Uh, yeah, sorry. Well, not boo. That'll Jeremy, can fun. you give a score to the volume one then? And then we can Ooh, wrap up. okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to go episode by episode, but volume one, give it a 9.4. Yeah. I my, really mine, like Mine it. is in the, in the high nines, probably like a 9.8. Damn. Yeah. I, lo- I, I, I love the show. Only like, thing, plenty, only plenty of episodes I had, here are 10 out of 10. We'll do the opposite of what we did for Jurassic uh, or D- Dominion, where we said like something good at the end of it. I'll say something in, a little negative. Sometimes yeah. it feels like the pacing is a bit, comes to a halt when uh, in, the, in the first few episodes, like the first four episodes, when we were like going in between like everyone, and then it would yeah. go to Hopper. Mm-hmm. Every single time we go to Hopper, it would feel like a halt or a break. And yeah. I didn't think, I'm like, you can't make like this kind of storyline feel like that much of a pacing break. So, uh, yeah. but besides that, it was fantastic to me. Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I really think that's my only mistake or like issue too was like Hopper's storyline. I wasn't exactly invested in until the very end. Yeah. I'm like, mm, all this stuff is until, finally yeah. coming to substance. Mm-hmm. I'm interested now. Yeah. So that's going to do our jam-packed agenda. We are, wow, we're like over 52 minutes right now. Let's go. So <laughs> thanks you all for listening. Thanks you all for listening. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we're going to be back next week talking another Obi-Wan episode, Miss Marvel. Lightyear. Lightyear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lightyear. Uh, also, uh, if we can, I'm going to try to. I haven't watched the first two seasons of this show. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna try to get that done over the next week and the and the first half of the new season. The boys, we're gonna try and talk. Yeah. Uh, first half of season. All right. Three. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for coming and hanging out and hearing Jeremy and I are opinions. Check out the socials. Check out the socials. Out the socials. On everything, everywhere <laughs> out there. So thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.